It's my birthday, and I'm excited. Let's get into it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the College of Life podcast. This is episode 10. Episode 10, we're into double digits now, so that's awesome. Uh, I feel great about every episode that we've released. And, you know, we just hit double digits, but I'm already looking forward to triple digits because we'll get there eventually. Um, Today, we are going to be talking about whatever I want to talk about. (laughs) It's my birthday. And I am super excited just to go through this episode talking about some of the most important things that I feel make life, life. And uh, I'm kind of going to recap some of the previous episodes that we had, but I'm also going to throw in a few extra things. So definitely stay tuned. I'm going to be running through a whole bunch of topics today talking about what I feel is the most important parts of life. Um, Today, I turn 20. So I am no longer a teenager. Uh, I am still a college student, though, so I can still relate to everybody. At least I feel a little bit uh, no longer a teenager. That's kind of it's kind of it's kind of rough. I don't know about anybody else out there, but holy cow, I'm getting I'm getting old. I mean, twenty, twenty. Wow. Yeah. Don't tell my mom. She feels old every time. Uh, So I want to go ahead and dive into this episode, though. What I'm going to talk about first today is something that's super important. You know, it's on the top of every what is life chart, and that's your physical and mental health and how to better those for yourself. So physical and mental health are the key, you know, to building a strong life, strong emotions, strong feelings, everything. You need to take care of your physical and mental health. And honestly, your physical and mental health go hand in hand. You cannot have one without the other. You can't have happy thoughts and you know be uh, constantly rosy and cheery if you spend all day inside, away from the sun, on your bed. You just it won't work like that. Your body is biologically built different. You can't have you know good, strong physical health and push yourself to go to the gym, exercise, and grow, eat well every day. If you don't have strong mental health, you have to work on your own mental health to make sure that you get to the gym every day, to make sure that you're not just laying in bed, sitting away in depression, okay? So to, ju- to go ahead and dive in to physical health and how to secure your spot as one of the most physically healthy people out there, you got to eat right and exercise. Eat right and exercise. Two of the easiest ways to ensure you have good physical health. It's easy to exercise at a young age, all right? It is. All of us go out there. We run around on the playground. We play high school sports. That stuff's easy. As you become more of an adult, though, that stuff kind of gets pushed to the wayside if you let it. Only 23% or 23.2% of adults in America meet the suggested amount of physical activity. 23.2%. Uh, That's set by the National Health Interview Survey, and that comes from the CDC website. 23.2%, though. Holy cow. Not even a quarter of us are out there getting in the right physical activity that we need. And I feel like, you know, I can kind of see that out there in real life. I've got like 20,000 people here on campus, and in the gym, we have a huge state-of-the-art facility uh, for our gym. It can easily hold 500 people working out at the same time. Obviously, those restraints are a little different because of COVID, so let's say we can get maybe 70 people in there uh, at at the moment. And the maximum amount of people that I see in there, maybe at peak time, at the peak time, is like 25. 
25, if there, if I went there today and there were 25 other people in the gym, I'd go, what in the world? This place is packed. And that kind of goes hand in hand with that stat that we have, the 23.2% of adult Americans. That's the percent that meets, you know, the suggested amount of physical activity. And that's not good. All right. As a whole, come on, America. Come on. I know I'm not reaching every American out there, but uh, for those that are listening, get out, get physically active, pick it up. The saying is 30 minutes a day, all right? Just 30 minutes a day of physical activity. That'll keep the doctor away. That's not a saying. I made it up. But you should get at least 30 minutes a day. Uh, whatever it is, even if it's just going out, walking down the street, and walking that big loop in front of your house just to get right back to your street and then go back into the couch, that's progress. That's progress. Um I also want to say eating right. Remember, eating right is a huge key to your physical health. This statistic blows my mind, but let's go. Dietary risks from improper nutrition contribute to almost a fifth of all deaths in America at 19.1%. Dietary risks from improper nutrition. So, you know, you're not eating right, you're not eating healthy, you don't take care of your body the way that it needs to be taken care of, that's a contributing factor to 19.1% of all deaths in America. That's more than tobacco at 17.8%. More than tobacco. And nearly four times more than alcohol and drug use combined. More than four times. But hey, you know what? Let's keep throwing people in jail for drugs. Let's break up all these teenage parties with alcohol. Because it's dangerous. And yeah, you know what? Drugs, alcohol, they are dangerous for sure. But they are four times less dangerous, death-wise, than going to McDonald's every day. And those are the standards we have as a society. We can normalize going to McDonald's and eating food that will stay in its regular state for five years before growing any kind of mold or degrading or anything because it has so much filler in it. We'll normalize that. But we push out things such as alcohol, medical marijuana, all the stuff. Like medical marijuana can help so many people out there make that federally illegal let's supplement mcdonald's good job good job america uh those come from the center for science in public in public interest by the way in case you were wondering you have to get your veggies your fruit your grains your protein you have to cover all the bases I don't know if anybody else remembers that remembers this, but ChooseMyPlate.org, I think it was, uh, had these posters all over my school growing up. It was just a picture of the plate cut off into four sections, five sections maybe, uh, and they were all different colors based on the food group that you needed. It showed you exactly how much of each type of food you needed, and for some reason, that is ingrained in my brain. Uh, but I, I try to eat healthy all the time. I try to get enough physical exercise all the time. And to be honest, giving you the perspective of somebody that has not done both of those and that's, and somebody that who now does both of those, I will tell you that it is so much better for you to do both of those. 
okay? Before I started eating really good, before I started, you know, being constantly physically active, once I came to college, that freshman year, was terrible. It was terrible for me in so many ways, physically and mentally. Once I finally got my stuff together, I figured out that you have to get that physical exercise in. You have to eat good. Those are, those are the things that keep your brain and your body healthy. And if you want to think good thoughts, if you want to have happy thoughts, feel good all the time, make some good memories, that's a requirement. I also want to throw in that you should base your diet around what you do daily. Everybody is different, okay? I work out five, maybe six days a week. Um, I'm a teenage, well, <laughs> I'm an adult male uh, that works out five or six days a week, you know? So I am going to consume way more calories, way more protein uh, than, you know, the 30-year-old woman who is getting a job as a teacher. That's just, I mean, that's just how it is. My body is growing and using more energy to build more muscle, you know, fat, whatever. It, it is in requirement of more calories than that 30-year-old woman. And that's just how it is. So figure out what kind of diet works for you. What kind of diet is going to ensure that you're intaking all the calories, all the nutrients that you need on a daily basis and drive that. You know, really plan that out. Kind of ensure that you're getting everything you need. So... We've talked about physical health. What about mental health? Mental health is one of the biggest problems in the nation. And really only lately are we starting to gain awareness and traction towards conquering this problem. I'm a huge advocate of mental health. Uh, from personal experience through myself, the people I've grown close to, people I don't even know, I just listen to their stories Mental health is a problem. Mental health is a huge problem in this nation. And it's not one that should be taken lightly by any terms. Anybody that believes anybody who is suffering with mental health problems is just being weak or needs to get over it, I can tell you right now you're wrong. If you've never been there yourself, there's not much I can do to explain it. But when you struggle with mental health problems, it's almost like there's nothing you can possibly do to fix it. That's why I strongly feel that we should all stay on top of our mental health before the problem becomes a problem. One of the best ways to do this is learning to understand how your brain works and the emotions you feel. It's extremely difficult to do, but once you figure out the cues to your brain and you know the emotions that come through, how to control your thoughts, that's one of the biggest things you can do to stay on top of your mental health. Be observant of how you feel on a day-to-day -day basis. Maybe journal. If you are a visual person who needs to take your personal thoughts and put them into reality, that's one of the best exercises to do. Journal. So you can start to understand how you think, why the thoughts that are in your head are in your head. Once you understand that, then you can move forward. Personally, for mental health, one of the biggest things I can, I can recommend for supplementing your mental health are vitamins. Vitamins. I mean, seriously. Uh, this goes back to that nutrition, you know. A very large percentage of Americans do not get the nutrition that they need, the proper nutrition, on a day-to-day -day basis. I recommend taking some vitamins. 
the food out there nowadays available is not nutritionally packed. Unless you go to the specific health food store and all that stuff, you're not going to get everything that you need. It's very difficult to do. Take some vitamins, right? I take two one-a-days, which is kind of ironic, but I take two one-a-days every morning because that's what it tells you to do. Men's one-a-days. If you're a woman, take women's one-a-days. And then, you know, you can do some research on vitamins as well. If you feel a certain way, uh, you know, you're kind of lackadaisical towards 3 p.m. out of energy, research what vitamins can supplement that. A big thing for this as well is sun time, okay? So we all have FaceTime, fun time, whatever, but you need sun time. Time in the sun where your body can recharge, soak up the sun's natural energy, produce that vitamin D. When you go out and soak up the sun, your body will literally benefit from it. Producing vitamin D is one of the happy drugs that your body can produce, okay? So you go out, you soak up the sun. Not only are you going to get a pretty nice tan, you're also going to get pretty happy from it. Spend your time inside, away from the sun for an extended period of time, and you might start to struggle, okay? In the winter months, this is why, you know, seasonal depression is a thing, because the sun goes away, because you can't get that natural vitamin D on a day-to-day basis. In the winter months, you need to do your best to go out and soak up the sun whenever possible. I don't know about most other people out there, but uh, I'm pretty lucky to live in a state where in December we can have 70, 75 degrees out of nowhere. And I'm not even joking because that that happened. And it's it's not like natural for us. That's the funny thing is we get 35, 35, 35, and then the next day, 75, 80 and then it go, it'll go back to 35. But on those 75 and 80 days, go outside. Don't spend your time inside. You can do that on every other 35-degree day. Go outside every chance that you get in the winter. Soak up that sun. That's where you're going to benefit, okay? That's what's going to keep your vitamin D level up, even in the winter. All right. So, I want to go ahead and move on away from mental and physical health. And I want to talk about one of the biggest staples of this podcast. I feel like I've referred to it like that for the last three episodes when I bring it up. But that is because of how true it is. How true this saying and expression is to life as a whole. And if I've learned one thing in these 20 years that I've been here, it's that you have to do what you love. You have to do what you love. Life is so short. None of us know how long we're going to be here. You have to enjoy life, whatever that may contain personally. Whatever it is that makes you happy, spend your time doing that. All right? Me, I love doing this podcast. I love getting on here, sharing my thoughts, maybe helping out a person or two out there if they listen, and really just expressing whatever I want to express. I love the ability to get on and talk about whatever I want on my birthday special episode because it's my podcast. I love my business. I love doing my business and trying to formulate something from the ground up that could really have a positive impact. I love working out. I love being physically active. I love soccer. I started playing soccer legitimately in high school, and ever since then, I've loved it. I love refing soccer. 
okay, I'm too old to play soccer now. There's no soccer team here at college, for uh, for men at least. But I love refing soccer. Uh, I love to go out there and still be involved in the game, even if my role changes from being the person that gets celebrated uh, after the game to being the person that gets torn apart after the game by fans and coaches. That's fine, because I love soccer. I love being out there. I love my friends, my family. I love spending time with them. That's what I love doing. I don't waste my time doing things that I don't love doing. Because honestly, I might not be here a month, two months, two years, 20 years, 40 years, 100 years. I might not be here by then. And who knows? I don't know. I've got zero clue. The entire world could end tomorrow when the sun explodes. Why would I spend my time hating what I do and not loving it? I spend my time loving what I do, and that's what, that's what makes me happy. I love hanging out with my friends on a random Friday night when we didn't have any plans the morning of. I'm five hours away from my friends all the time, but sometimes I just shoot them a text first thing in the morning. Next thing we know, we have a week-long vacation planned to Florida. Leave that night. That's what I love doing. I love hanging out with my family and making wholesome memories, you know? But, man, I do not spend my time doing the stuff that I don't love doing. I come to college. I work hard. I do this podcast. Sometimes I work on my YouTube channel. Sometimes I work on my business. Sometimes I relax. Sometimes I do absolutely nothing because that's what I want to do. I'm going to do what I want to do, and what keeps me happy. You cannot work for anybody else out there. You can't. You should not. You have to work for yourself. I don't mean in a physical sense. I mean in the mental, overall sense. Okay? If you want to go get a job for somebody else, that's fine. But you should work for yourself. You should be doing it for yourself. If helping other people makes you happy, you know, and you feel good because you have this job to where your family, you know, has a good life off of your income, and that's what makes you happy, that still makes you happy. That's okay. But you got to do it because it makes you happy. At some point in life, you're going to experience a time where it seems like nobody else out there knows how to make you happy. So, you're your only person. It's just going to be like that at some point in life for almost everybody. You're going to be your only person. You're going to go grow really close with yourself and you're going to learn so much about your own brain, your own body and everything. The biggest thing that you can do is keep yourself happy. I promise. Do the stuff that you love. Enjoy life. Have fun. Don't let yourself get too stressed out. That's the next thing I got to say. Don't let yourself get too stressed out. If you feel, you know, you're working on this homework assignment or you're studying for a test or you're trying to go to work, all this stuff, whatever, and you're getting too stressed out, take a break. Very, very, very few things out there are worth stressing over. And I can promise you, homework is not one of them. Homework is not one of them. Studying for the test is not one of them, I know it feels like it as a teenager, I know it feels like it as a teenager, as a pre-AP, as an AP student, homework 
tests, studying for the big quiz, ACT, SAT, that's all that matters. You know, you have to nail that. Otherwise, you don't know what you're going to do in the future. That's what it feels like. But I promise, I promise that you're going to figure it out. That everything turns out okay in the end. And none of that is worth stressing extremely over. You know, a little stress, a little motivation, that's good. Do not break yourself down stressing out over this one assignment that means basically nothing in the whole scheme of life. What you got to understand as a high school student is that you haven't experienced life as a whole. Your spectrum towards, you know, this thing that we call life is very narrow. It's extremely narrow. As you get older, it will broaden and it will become bigger and you'll start to realize, wow, I don't know why I spent so much time crying, stressing, freaking out over that chemistry test. It means basically nothing at this point. That goes back to doing the stuff that you love, doing what keeps you happy. Don't get too stressed out, obviously. You should also set goals for yourself. That's the next thing we're going to talk about on this birthday episode. Oh, hey, yeah, it's my birthday. Um, you should set goals for yourself. I think that's one of the biggest things that keeps us moving in life. I talked about this really, really in-depth on a previous episode pretty early on in the series. Uh, so if you're interested in learning how to set proper goals, how you can use goals as motivation, how you can use them as rewards, go find that episode real quick. Uh, throw that on as soon as this one's done. Because that was a that was a pretty informative episode uh, on how to use goals for yourself. But I really, I really think that you should use goals in day to day life. I mean, for nearly everything, you should have yearly goals, you should have monthly goals, and you should have weekly goals at least. If you need to break it down on a day to day basis on what you need to accomplish that day. Not only does this keep you you know on a straight path, it tells you exactly what you need to do but it also gives you a sense of satisfaction. Okay, we do so much on a day-to-day basis, we don't even realize how much we're accomplishing. But if you write all these things down, get them done in a day, a week, a month, whatever, and then see that you've got them done, there's a huge amount of satisfaction to that. One of my favorite things to do is uh, on my whiteboard, go over and erase one of my weekly or monthly goals. Okay, not because I'm skipping it, but because I've done it. Because I get to achieve that feeling of satisfaction, you know, that feeling that I've, I've gotten something done. When I get to go erase that goal, that's an awesome feeling. Not only did I actually do it, I didn't procrastinate the whole time, whatever. I get that feeling of satisfaction. And that's awesome. So if you're going to set goals for yourself, set some legitimate, hard-standing goals that you can actually follow. One of the best goals, okay that I want teenagers to set for themselves, teenagers out there, one of the best goals that I want you to set is to break the rules. Yeah, breaking the rules is another episode that we had not too long ago. If you want to listen to that one as well after this, go ahead and throw it on. That one's kind of a more fun-centered episode. But being a teenager, which, oh man, I am no longer, wow, being a teenager involves breaking the rules. If we go back to having that narrow spectrum on life that I referred to earlier. One of the best ways to broaden your spectrum is to break the rules. 
if you stay inside that little circle of knowledge that you that you have as a teenager and you never really try to break out of that, how are you supposed to grow, right? How are you supposed to grow if you don't get caught by the cops and run from the cops at least once, at least once, right? You should break the rules as a teenager. You should. Don't do anything stupid that's going to get you or anybody else hurt. Just do the stupid stuff that'll keep you safe. That's the fun stuff. That's where you're going to make the memories. Another thing that I've found to ring so true throughout all of life, all these 20 years that I've been here, is that you want to make memories, not mistakes. That's a favorite saying of mine is, I make memories, not mistakes. So no matter how bad I mess up, hopefully it's not terrible, but I'm making a memory. I'm making a memory that I'm going to remember and share with my friends, my family, uh, everybody out there listening later down the line. And one of the biggest things that I try to accomplish in life is to constantly make memories. You know, you only get so many days out here. Uh, you don't have forever. And I want to feel, I want to fill every day with some kind of memory, whatever it is. I want to fill it with a memory because that's what's going to make me feel awesome when I get to retire at 45, uh, looking back at the, at the whole thing. So if you're out there, you're listening, you're a teenager, or you're a college student, I think you should break the rules. I think you should make memories. I think you should do what you love. Take care of your physical, your mental health. Those are so crucial to get on top of. But overall, you should have fun. And you should like the podcast. Leave a comment below. Being a teenager is one of the most incredible times of life. It's where you're going to have some of the most fun you'll ever have. You should take advantage of this time and maximize it. Ring it out for all the potential that it could possibly have. Do stuff that you've wanted to do for the longest time. Set yourself up to not look back with any regrets. Those are some of the biggest keys to being a teenager. Break the rules, make memories, set your goals, do what you love, take care of your mental and physical health, and you're going to nail it. You're going to have a great time. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been my birthday episode of the College of Life podcast. I talked about whatever I wanted to talk about because it's that's just how it works. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it at least a little bit. I'm sure you learned something from it. Do me a favor in the comments down below. Tell me what you learned. Tell me what you feel like you might have benefited from this podcast. I'd really appreciate hearing that just so I know that I'm kind of on the right track of how I'm doing things. If I need to change it up, tell me that too. Just leave a comment below. Let me know what you're thinking. Uh, hit the like button. Share it. Share it on social media. I don't care. Share it with your friends, your family. Everybody out there should be able to use this podcast in one way or another. I'm geared specifically towards teenagers learning how to figure out life. But you know what? There's no limit as to age when you're trying to figure out how to life. I don't even know how to life. I don't. That's what I'm trying to figure out. And I'm trying to share that experience as I go. But guys, I hope you've really enjoyed this episode. I've really enjoyed this episode. I'm going to go ahead and sign off here because I've got some birthday festivities that I've got to get to. I've got to go make some memories, not mistakes. Thank you guys very much for listening. 
This has been the College of Life podcast, and I'll see you later.